The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm trustee and associate pastor at Unsproad Senior, and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV channel 13 in San Diego from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8, and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah and parts of Nevada, Idaho and Wyoming and from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Kali for over 90 years in our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. to B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923 and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
To begin our telecast, we call upon our church choir under the direction of Amelia Hahn to present a lively toe-tapping rendition of the song, Rock of My Soul. Our choir will be accompanied by Ethan Matsuki on the piano and Pohaku Carter on the organ. We invite you to sing along with the choir using the words on your television screen. Our church band under the leadership of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will play that powerful number which reinforces the power of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ entitled, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. 
It is with the greatest of pleasure to dedicate this powerful number to a faithful viewer, Mr. Jerry Dowling. We pray the Lord will go before you each and every day, leading and guiding you throughout the days of your life. God bless you, Jerry, and have a blessed day in Jesus Christ.
Coming up next will be our soloist for today, Tracy Asano. Her song is an inspiring and heartwarming rendition of a number filled with gratitude and love for our Savior's love and sacrifice for all mankind as he accepted his fate to suffer and die. Her song, O Calvary's Lamb. Tracy will be accompanied by Head Pastor Billy Hunt Jr. on the piano, Iris Locke on the drums, Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, and Mason Asano Sr. and myself on guitar. Redeem. 
Singing their final number for today is our church choir to sing that inspiring and moving rendition of the song, Rock of My Salvation. Salvation is very personal, which is made between you and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. No one can make that choice for you or save you. You must make it yourself. Make that decision today. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ by immersion in water. And the gift of the Holy Spirit is yours for the asking in Jesus' name. And now we call upon the God-given talents of Punahele Kapuni to play for you on her order hop the very popular and inspiring rendition of the song Amazing Grace.
Coming up next will be the talented group of women, daughters of Judah, who will blend their voices in sweet harmony, giving God all the praises with their rendition of glory to God, hallelujah.
Shalom and good morning. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda and would like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, and also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming, and from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimaki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinlo in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espero in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espero in President Rojas, Cotobato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services, regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Trustee Associate Pastor Edwin Sproat Sr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Melvin. Welcome and thank you, dear television viewers, for joining with us this morning to read the inspiring Word of God in today's sermon entitled, Jesus Coming Soon is a Sign for Today. Let me ask this question. Have you ever had a monumental problem that you were unable to find an adequate solution? I'm sure we all have experienced it at one time or another and finally realize that we all need daily guidance from God's Holy Spirit to help us to do what is right in the eyes of Jesus Christ. Hence, in times of peril, we must all pray and seek God's help and protection to sustain us both within and without the house of God. And God's spiritual answer to every problem and question we encounter in our daily lives can be found in the gospel of the kingdom of God. We thereby can benefit from these weekly telecasts 
to learn what the Lord Jesus Christ can do to unfold each and every solution before our very eyes. Likewise, the disciples of Jesus Christ were very intrigued by the kingdom of God that Jesus Christ was sent here to establish. And they may have anticipated gaining an important position within the kingdom once it was established. Being just common people, they might have also anticipated being paid just like the government officials who exercise authority over them. Therefore, having the spirit and mind of the world, they didn't realize that the kingdom of God established by Jesus Christ would not be like any other ever established before. Hence, they asked Jesus Christ in Matthew 24, 3, and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Jesus Christ responded by indicating to them that the future for this world would be render both difficult and hard times ahead. The Apostle Paul states in 2 Timothy 3, 1, this also know that in the last days perilous times shall come. They again asked in Acts 1, 6 through 8, when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of, to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times, nor the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Jesus Christ encouraged them by saying that the things of greater importance are to be filled with God's Holy Spirit and to become witnesses for him unto Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost part of the earth. Hence the disciples received the outpouring of God's Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost and were now ready to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God and spread the good news to all mankind. Hence they were commissioned to preach against sin in the name of Jesus Christ and to preach to the lost souls the soon coming of Jesus Christ in clouds of glory. Jesus Christ offered this simple explanation in Luke 17, 20 to 21. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Yes, dear television viewers, Jesus Christ seeks to establish the kingdom of God within our hearts. And as believers, we have been enlightened as described in Colossians 1, 26 to 28, that reads, even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. The stage was set by Jesus Christ for his disciples to carry on the preaching of the gospel of the kingdom of God. And at the beginning of the week, Jesus Christ rode into Jerusalem clothed in a robe, riding upon the colt of an ass, the people of Jerusalem welcomed him with shouts and praises and waved palms of victory, saying, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna to the highest. However, by week's end, 
Jesus Christ was betrayed, arrested, falsely accused, denied by his disciples, crucified, and his lifeless body was bound in grave clothes and placed in a tomb. Three days later, Jesus Christ rose from the dead, proving to all mankind that he has power over death, hell, and the grave, and he will return again to give eternal life to everyone who believes on him. Hence, Jesus Christ fulfilled God's plan of salvation by dying on the cross of Calvary for the sins of the whole world, demonstrating his eternal love for all mankind as his creation. And his disciples witnessed his ascension into heaven as described in Acts chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. And when he had spoken these things while, he, while they beheld, he was taken up. And a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Hence, mankind's highest priority in this life is the salvation of our souls, because the soon coming return of Jesus Christ is even closer than many may think today. And our world famous sign, Jesus coming soon, above each of the apostolic faith churches here in Hawaii and in the Philippine Islands is God's warning sign given to every man, woman, and child born into this world. Jeremiah 8.20 adds this exhortation of saving grace. The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. Today is the day of salvation, and we must all listen to the voice of Jesus Christ, who is calling every one of us to come unto him. Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, and learned Pharisee, came to speak with Jesus concerning the salvation of his soul, having witnessed the wonderful miracles performed by him. Hence, let us listen in to their conversation in John 3, 1 through 4, it reads, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus Christ answered Nicodemus with this earthly commandment in John 3, 5 that reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in John 3, verses 6 and 7, Jesus Christ further stated, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, he must be born again. The act of water baptism was performed by Jesus Christ when he was baptized by John in the river Jordan. Likewise, we too must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit speaking in God's unknown tongue as the only Bible evidence to prove that we have being we are filled within. Jesus Christ also gave us this example of God's Holy Spirit. In John 3, verses 8 through 10, the wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof. But canst not tell 
whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Jesus added and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? In Mark 1, verses 14 and 15, Jesus Christ also gave all mankind this commandment. Now after this John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. The term repentance is defined as godly sorrow for sin, and we must all repent to acknowledge that we have been born sinners, and we must believe the gospel. Our belief is demonstrated when we are baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit to complete the salvation process. Hence, baptism is essential to salvation as defined in 1 Peter 3.21. It reads, The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Baptism, therefore, resembles the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and we acquire newness of life to begin our life service unto Jesus Christ as our Savior, Master, and Lord. Peter, who was filled with God's Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, boldly preached the gospel of the kingdom of God in Acts 2.38. It reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Jerusalem at the Feast of Pentecost was filled with many people from the outlying nations. When the 120 disciples gathered in the upper room in Jerusalem to tarry for God's Holy Spirit. And on the 10th day, God's Holy Spirit was outpoured, and the multitudes in Jerusalem heard the 120 disciples speak in their native tongues, declaring the wonderful works of God. Acts 2, 5 through 9 confirms this spiritual event. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born? Mark 16, 15 through 18 also states, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. These current day signs, wonders, and miracles confirm that we are in God's true church. And they are given to strengthen our believing faith in Christ Jesus, who is leading us on to greater victory. Acts 4.12 confirms the saving power vested in the name of Jesus Christ, saying, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Hence our belief in God's sign warning, Jesus coming soon is the hope of the church 
knowing that when we were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, we were married to him because we have, been take, we have taken on his name, Jesus Christ. Hence, we anxiously await his soon coming return in clouds of glory to call us home saying, come up hither. And the question that all unbelievers must ask themselves is, will I be ready to meet him when he comes? Matthew eleven sixteen to 19 adds this explanation. But whereunto shall I liken this generation? It is like unto children sitting in the markets and calling unto their fellows and saying, We have piped unto you, and you have not danced. We have mourned unto you, and ye have not lamented. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He hath a devil. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold a man gluttonous, and a wine-bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. But wisdom is justified of her children. We are journeying on to eternal life in heaven above, and we cannot look to the right or to the left, but we must fix our eyes completely upon Jesus Christ and follow his Holy Spirit just as he led the children of Israel through the wilderness with a pillar of fire. Hence, Jesus Christ gave this warning to the Pharisees. In Matthew 16, 1 to 3, the Pharisees also with the Sadducees came, tempting, desired him that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said to them, when it is evening, ye say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red, and in the morning it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. O oh, ye hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky, but can ye not discern the sign of the times? Matthew 24, 12 to 13 also gives mankind this description of the end times. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that it endureth unto the end, the same shall be saved. In these last days of time, we must fervently believe and stand upon the promises of Jesus Christ, just like Abraham, who did not falter in unbelief, but firmly believed in the promises given to him by God. 2 Kings 2, 1 and verses 9 through 11 also adds this example of believing faith. And it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, ask what I shall do for you before I be taken away from you. And Elisha said, I pray you let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. And he said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so unto you. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass as they still went on and talked that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Like Elijah, who was taken up into heaven, Jesus Christ will return to catch away his waiting bride of Christ, the church, prior to the great tribulation. Hence, dear television viewers, let us prepare ourselves by watching and waiting for his return. And today is the day to prepare ourselves to meet Jesus Christ in clouds of glory. Jesus Christ forewarned his disciples of his resurrection from the grave on Easter morning. And he gave them the time frame of three days. 
However, because of unbelief, some still did not believe and therefore did not show up at his tomb. Similarly, the rapture is coming soon. And Jesus Christ continually instructs the body of Christ, his church, through the power of his Holy Spirit, that he is coming soon and sooner than many may think. Hence, the date, the time, the month, and the hour are insignificant because the watch phrase to be ready is this, occupy till I come. 2,000 years have passed since Jesus Christ spoke these words. And he will come as a thief in the night to gather up his church. 1 Corinthians 15, 51 to 52 describes the event this way. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in the moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trump shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. And the apostle John revealed this truth in Revelations 4, 1. After this I looked and behold, the door was open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. We live today in these closing days of time, and we must use every minute and every hour of each day wisely, beholding the sign, Jesus coming soon, as God's warning to every man, woman, and child who awaits his return. Hence, let us therefore be ready ye dearly beloved, to be watching and waiting to respond when Jesus Christ calls us up saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's word and the church and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at jesuscomingsoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Trustee and Associate Pastor Edmund Sproat Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the Lord bless you and keep you all in the hall of his hands. The church bound will now conclude our program with a number entitled Soldiers of Emmanuel. <laughs>
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.